The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs from our daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and our sound effects are the best ones ever in the universe, and nobody has spent more money on them than we have. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. I mean, really. You're just, just thinking, I'm, gonna, I'm going to open up this news website and say, Jesus has, I mean, it's just, you know it's coming, because it's like, wow, it's weird. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use, but we probably won't, because... A lot of us like to be more spongy than dewy, and we should probably be more spongy, than, more dewy than spongy. So I said that backwards. Okay. Off to a roaring start. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's a great question. I can't even do an introduction. I don't know. Uh, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing because I can't do an introduction. We have no idea what's going to happen because because I can't do an introduction. And we don't care because I just don't have enough energy to put into it to care. Here's the bottom line. For the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you're working with your wife, like Abbott and Costello, trying to put in a window element that you can put air conditioning in your house while they're trying to fix it, and the both of you are looking at each other going, how bad are we? Ever have something like that happen? Yeah, uh, we have. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you've got something you want to share, if something's going on and the Lord's been working in your life and you think, yeah, I'd like to talk about that, or you want to share a praise report or a prayer request, anything that connects you to the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have that opportunity. Please reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, something amazing happens. You talk to Captain Chris, and that's like winning a nobody-ever-wins-this-raffle. That's what it's like. And then you will be... You know those raffles that nobody ever wins? 
just saying. Win a free lunch. Oh, sure. <laughs> there we go. You can also text us, by the way, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. If you text us, nothing bizarre will happen. We won't capture that information. We won't put it on the billboards in downtown Dallas. We won't put it all over the Internet because we just don't have the finances to do it. Bottom line, you can text 214-210-8483. You can email us. Live during the show as well, David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. David, that little at sign, he must increase.org. Also, we're going to send you up to the website. A couple of things to tell you. Money, that's important. Why? <laughs> really? The same reason it's important for you when you go and put gas in your car. That's why it's important. Uh, just want to keep you up to date on a few things. We're going to pray when we come back for Eric's wife, Lisa. She had a, a fall yesterday, and so, or I think it was today or last night, so i got to check. But anyway, she's at the doctor, so we're going to pray for her in a bit. I do want you to be aware that on the website are a couple of free books. No obligations, no requirements, no anything. You don't have to give to get it, nothing like that. They're there for you to use, and uh, hopefully they'll be a blessing for you. But again, that is a great place to give on the website. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Yeah, that's kind of how my uh, the beginning went of the show, you know? Kind of like a bam, bam, over. Okay. Uh, so I just want to say that uh, last night, uh, Lisa, our very uh, the wife of our very dear friend Eric. So Lisa and Eric are just two great people. Right? They support the show. Eric's a big part of things. He he's uh, prays for us all the time. He's one of the people that I go to. Uh, one of the there's like six people, six groups of people that I go to for for help and for prayer and stuff. Anyway, she took uh, she slipped and fell down metal stairs last night. Uh, so what we do know is that a metal spike penetrated her palm, which is not good. There's nothing broken, but they're at the doctor now. They will not be able to hear the show, and they ought not to. They need to take care of what they need to take care of. But we can pray for her uh, as a group. So just collectively put your faith together with mine. Let's ask the Lord to intervene and help for both Eric and especially for Lisa in pain and in quick recovery. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would bring healing and grace into Lisa's life right now. You know, she's our sister. And it's just a terrible, it's a, I don't know, if, I'm assuming it's an accident just happened and she just hurt herself. And when stuff like that happens, we just feel like, oh, Lord, please just accelerate the healing process. Let her be out of discomfort. Let there be no serious damage. Let it be a very simplified process. And give comfort to both her and Eric and let them have that sense that, Lord, you're with them. Because that is the most important element for everything we go through is knowing that you're close by us. That gets us through. So do that for them in a special way. And, of course, at the same time, we pray for our body, our people that are a part of us, that we know, that we have a connection to. We pray for healing in their lives. We pray for physical healing. We pray for marriage healing. Some people are really struggling in their marriage. Please, in the name of Jesus, bring peace, grace, reconciliation, mercy, kindness. Step in beyond human capacity and show your, your power and manifest your kingdom in their lives. We pray in Jesus' name. 
amen and amen. Okie dokie. So uh, I do want you to know we are doing read and ramble. We might go a few minutes long here because of this first one is a doozy. So let's do our read and ramble. Well, I'm ramming, 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 ramming. Just leaving the blin right out there. Just leaving it there. You know where we're at? We're at 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Fortunately for you, the show is only an hour and a half. Because if it wasn't, I would be doing this for a long time. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. As a standing passage, you just, oh, I marvel at some of the the way. I I mean, first of all, John was not, it's not that John was illiterate or anything. He He was brilliant. But this writing is so far beyond even him. This is the Holy Spirit using him to write. Behold the manner of love the Father has given to us. Not that we earned because we're super cool spiritual Christians. Not because we deserve because we don't deserve it. Not because we're now goody two-shoes because back then we were baddie three-shoes. Now what's happened is that God has poured out his love. He has awakened our minds, our hearts to receive, to respond, to yield, to acknowledge. And we start to understand that this love that's been poured out upon us is given to us because of the character of God, the giver, not the character of me, the receiver. And it's just like, oh, that's good. I'm glad it's based on the Lord because if it was based on me, there'd be some problems, right? If it, if it was based on me, I'd be like a paper bag with holes and then somebody pours water in it. So not only is it going through the holes, but the bag is shriveling at the same time. The idea behind this is to get the level that's being communicated. Behold what manner of love, how deep, how profound. How profound is this Is this love that God has for us? Well, let's see. It stretches in height between heaven and earth. It is as wide as the east is from the west. It lasts as long as all of eternity. It is in the depth that he knows all that we've done wrong, and he still receives us and accepts us and brings us in. And then, without even getting into that stuff, which is theologically mind-boggling, it says, Behold what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. It's not just a matter that God loves us, which in and of itself exceeds us. But it's how deep and how profound that love is. He doesn't just say, okay, I love you. He says, okay, I love you. You're my child. Those two statements are profoundly different, are they not? Okay, I love you. Okay, I love you. You're my child. I will raise you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will teach you. I will guide you. When you're cold, I'll put something warm on you. When you're afraid, I'll stand by you. When you're unsure, I'll be with you so that you have a sense of confidence. 
That's apparent. Not what the you know, not what anything that the world talks about parenting is like it's just kinda like eh, right? And even me, I think I'm a pretty okay not I'm not a great parent. Decent parent, nothing. Nothing compared to God. Never God never disciplines for any purpose other than our well being. Never disciplined anybody simply out of his frustration. Never put Tabasco on anybody's tongue. You get it? It's like it's like Wow, what a world. The idea behind this is God disciplines perfectly. He does it perfectly. Because the way that he loves us is a way that the perfect parent loves the less least perfect child. And that's the manner of love the Father has given to us. That's the manner of love that God has poured out upon us. That's the level. He doesn't just extend his statement, I love you, I care for you. He adopts us in a unique way that we are a part of his family. And it's like, people are like, but I'm not worthy. You bet. That's so true. You're not. Neither am I. Neither is anybody else that's ever been brought into the the, the family of God to be called a child of God. What manner of love the Father has given to us we couldn't earn it, that we should be called children of God. Do you know who calls us children of God? God. <laughs> I don't care what the world says. Well, you're just a bigoted, you're a religious nut. Yeah, you know, God calls me his kid, so I'm not really that concerned what you think. They see that? That power? Wow. Let's stand in that. All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist. 
Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. Mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. Exactly. And that's where we come back to people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finish my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. I don't know why he, no, I don't know why that. Here's what I do know. God is still a loving God. He still is in charge. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. All righty, we're going to get ready to offer up our first trivia question. This category is entitled Most Mentioned Men in the Bible. Most Mentioned Men. In the Bible. Here is your first one. What king mentioned 1,118 times in the Bible? What king is the second most mentioned man in the Bible? 1,118 times this king is mentioned. Which king are we talking about? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That is the way to get in touch with us. That'd be a great thing. Please don't forget to be praying for Lisa, Eric's wife, plus the rest of our fellowship. I really think that the marriages are under attack and people are really struggling. We really want them to do well. And so there's a lot of need amongst us. We'll also just offer up a prayer now for our country as well as for uh, Ukraine to make sure we stay on top of things. So let's do that right this moment. Father, we come before you right now and thank you and praise you in everything that's going on. We ask you for great mercy for our country. If, Lord, your mercy will prevail against judgment, and we hope that is the case for this country, and we've not been assigned uh, or allotted the level of judgment that we deserve. We just pray for your grace to fall upon us and that our leaders would follow after you and would surrender to your purposes and your plans. We also pray for peace in Ukraine, that there would be protection for the people that are sharing the gospel and an end to the conflict where there's so much uh, strife and so much killing, and uh, that there can also be an emergence of gospel proclamation so that there can be a joy that can overcome the darkness and the weeping. We pray for all of this in the powerful name of Jesus and surrender it before you. We pray 
Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so uh, we are going to continue on our text. I want to make sure you understand what the trivia question is. I'll just make it as easy as I can without using the numbers. What king, what king? So you're talking about a king, okay? We're talking about Old Testament, right? But probably mentioned in the New Testament too, right? Okay. What king mentioned over 1,100 times in the Bible? It's the second most mentioned name. If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Uh, I think we already told you guys, dun, 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 don't forget about the books, dun, 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 the money. Dun. Is there anything else? I don't know. Do DNA later. Yeah? Okay, good. All right, let's go back into the text. We are in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. We just came out of verse 1, which is exceedingly powerful. If you think about how intense uh, and how uh, wondrous the passage has to be. Uh, 1 John 3, 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. This is the rest of the verse. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it does not know him. It's like, wait, what? The reason that the world does not know us is because they do not know him. So there's two things here that I don't want us to miss that are are just essential. And that is the first thing is we should be able to declare amongst ourselves, to ourselves, we are the children of God. I am a child of the most High God. Now, I love that uh, my kids will say, okay, well, my dad is so on and so forth. My dad's, you know, David Spoon, okay? But it's much better that my kids go, my father is the heavenly father who rules in the universe. That's much better. And before they're my kids, they're his kids. And that declaration, being a child of the most high God, that's better than anything. You can be like, oh, I like the Rockefellers. Oh, I like the Gettys. I want to be one of the rich people. I want to be one of the Gates. No, you don't. You don't want to be all these other people. No. I want to be a child of the Most High God. That is what you are, and that is how you should speak. Should you speak it arrogantly? I don't know. Would your dad let you do that? Because I don't think so. But you should be able to proclaim it in faith. I'm a child of the Most High God. And then he says this. John says, the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him, okay? The reason the world doesn't get Christians is because they don't get God, and that's it. There's not—it's a, well, that's because it's Republican against Democrat, and that's the way it was. No, that's not how it goes. It's because for the Christian, there is something altogether different going on as the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, as we've been redeemed by Jesus Christ, and we are blessed and excited to be children of the Most High God, that we can pray to our Heavenly Father. And the world people are like going, what? I don't get it. Of course they don't get it because they're not connected to God. The most amazing part is that when you do meet somebody who's a Christian, whether it's from the same denomination or a different denomination or a different group altogether, when you know the other person that you're engaging with is a Christian, there is this weird automatic connectivity that takes place. I don't even know how to explain it. When we had Jack Livingston in our house, so he's got he's got a different background, but he's Baptist, so you have to love it. And it's like 
something happens when you are connected to other believers and you just know, oh, that's, that's, that's my brother, that's my sister, part of my family. And, and again, do all brothers and sisters agree with everything? that? I mean, my brother and I haven't agreed. He's older than me, so he's not as wise as I am. Anyway, that's, that's, that's our relationship. And so, it's like, brother, sister, do you agree? No, but they're still brother and sister, right? So it's like, okay. And what's amazing is the connection that we do have. In fact, one of the sad things about it is Satan is really fooled a lot of people to concentrate on what we're not connected in versus on what we are connected in. And we've mentioned this many times before, that if you do 100 things and you do 98 of them brilliantly and you do two of them really poorly, what's the things you focus on? Oh, I could have done those two better. What about the 98? <laughs> Does that count? So Christians, what they do is they go, oh, I don't agree with him in this. So I agree with him in these other 5,000 essential doctrines, but not in this one. Uh, now, you think the Lord is the one that instituted that? No way. That division's from the flesh, and that division comes because there's pride in, in being certain places in Christianity. And it's like you got to lose that. That's, that's a losing proposition. But when we're connected to one another, oh my, you know that there, there's a blood relative situation going on. It's the blood of Jesus. And then the last thing he says in this next verse, he says, he says it this way, Behold, the manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What you are now is not what you are going to be. And for those of you who are out there and you're just really hurting and thinking, gosh, I thought life would be better, or I thought I'd be doing better, or whatever the case may be. What you will become when you are in the actual presence of Jesus Christ is so far beyond your capacity to know at this point. But we know, even, even, even John says when he's revealed, you know, we don't, we, we, we have not, it's not yet been revealed what we're going to be like, but we'll be like Christ. And it's like, okay, yes. I, I say yes. Okay? All right. Trivia question. What king is mentioned 1,118 times in the Bible and is the second most mentioned man? And that would be King David. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'll never be a king, but I like that stat. Just remember, the word David is in the Bible, and also the word spoon is in the Bible, so work it out. Okay, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life it feels like I've been running, running and running and running. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. 
be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 you asked for Zany, my friend. Uh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike, you know, Christmas Vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth, we, we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish, and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time, and we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree. And I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again, holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door, trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the and I've got the act up, and I'm crushing and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house.